This presentation is from UX Australia 2016, held in Melbourne. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Okay, hi everyone. Uh, sorry if I stumble over words, this is my first ever public presentation. Um, my name is Shannon King. I work for a company here in Melbourne called Seamless. And um, we work with councils and local government departments all across Australia, New Zealand, and a few over in America are just starting up as well. Um, one of the things that uh, councils come across is their wide range of users. Now, users, they're, they're young, they're old, they come with uh, all sorts of abilities or, in some cases, um, disabilities. So we have to make sure that when we're designing and building these websites, we take everyone into account and everyone should have the same experience and be able to access all the same information. So why do we want to do this? Well, uh, one of the things is to do with accessibility. Now, accessibility is all about making inclusive solutions for everyone, no matter what their abilities are. We want to make sure that everyone has the same access to information and activities. In 2015, there were 4.3 million Australians living with a disability. That's one in five people, almost 20% of the population. Disabilities can range from uh, cognitive to visual to hearing to mobility, and some people suffer more than others, and some people have a multitude of disabilities, not just one. Um, many people who live with a disability use assistive technologies such as screen readers or um, on-screen keyboards, um, and some of them may not even use a mouse at all to navigate their website. They may be using um, a keyboard instead, or some people don't use a mouse or keyboard at all. It's all based on uh, voice recognition technology. So one of the things that we wanted to do when uh, we're designing websites is we look to the WCAG guidelines of accessibility. Uh, these are provided by the W3C, so the World Wide Web Consortium. Um, the guidelines are split up into four major principles, which is perceivable, operable, understandable, and robust. Uh, these guidelines, uh, these, sorry, these principles are split down into the guidelines and then down into uh, individual criteria. Um, here's an example of one of the uh, criteria. It's under guideline 2.1, keyboard accessible. Uh, and this one states, all functionality of the content is operable through a keyboard interface without requiring specific timings for individual keystrokes, except where the underlying function requires input that depends on the path of the user's movement and not just the endpoints. That's a big mouthful. As you can see, it took a while for me to say it. Um, and for, for those of you who haven't seen this before, I, I knew when I first did it, I had to read it at least four or five times before I understood it. It's uh, kind of complex and there's a lot of information in there. So at Seamless, we wanted to do something about that and, and help everyone in our organization use accessibility for all of the things that we build. So we created Swag. Uh, Swag is the Seamless Web Accessibility Group. Um, we pulled together team members from all across our organization uh, we wanted to have a wide range of backgrounds and knowledge, so uh, we brought um, developers, designers, communications team, um, and of, of course, uh, team members from the UX. Um, our primary goal was to understand what the WCAG guidelines are, 
how we can share the knowledge throughout the rest of our organization and how we can use these guidelines in a really clear and simple way in all of the client projects that we build and also the products that we build. Um, no matter if uh, what role you have, we wanted to make sure that everyone across our organization was aware of accessibility and could use it in whatever they do. Uh, so one of the things we did as a group was we read every single guideline and criteria in the whole set of guidelines and we re revisited them, we reworded them. So here is an example of what we reworded that, that earlier criteria to. And it, it is simply ensure that all functionality that is available to users via a mouse is also available via a keyboard. The user shouldn't have to time their keystrokes to a certain pattern. It's a lot simpler to understand. <laughs> uh, we use this particular format to document all of our information. So it's uh, nice and simple in a tabular format. We show uh, the criteria ID, the uh, new, newly written description, and also any exceptions. We have also written a checklist. Uh, this checklist is written uh, based on all the information in the criteria and the guidelines and all the extra information that is on the WCAG site. And we write them in a way that's useful for us. So if you were to do the same thing at your company, you may write them slightly differently. Uh, but these ones are written based on what we do and what we uh, build for our clients. Uh, the other thing we do is attach a key responsible team member to this. Um, we want to make sure that someone within um, the team, the client project team, uh, is responsible for taking care of this criteria. It shouldn't be down to uh, one person in the team for everything. It is a team. You should all work together on it. And um, it's, it should be a shared responsibility. Uh, for some of these criteria, there might be multiple people that we put down as the responsible team member, but for things that are to do with HTML code and semantic code formats and things like that, we assign those to developers, whereas uh, there could be things that are more to do with how you design or how you lay out a particular template. So for those ones, it goes to the UX team. Because if we design something that is not particularly accessibility compliant, it shouldn't be down there to the developer to have to try and fix it. We should all work together at the start. So how do we go about doing this? Well, we tried this first back in 2013. We went through all the guidelines, we assigned roles to all the criteria, and uh, we pre pre produced presentation slides for each and every uh, principle to describe all the guidelines, which we thought would help all the people in our company. Uh, well, we had some issues. So uh, we, we jumped straight into it. Uh, there wasn't as much planning done. We thought, yeah, let's do this. This will be really cool. Um, so we had all sorts of time issues. We waited far too long to get all the information out to our staff, and the content didn't use simple enough language. It was still a bit complex, and it, uses, it still used lots of the jargon and confusing terms that was on the WCAG site. We took over five months and it still wasn't quite finished. So we gave it a rest until we could work on it a bit more. So take two here in 2016, uh, we got time properly allocated to the staff members of the SWAG team. We had a whole new set of team members uh, with really great team spirit. Everyone was really excited about accessibility and wanted to really make a difference. 
Uh, we organize presentations periodically throughout uh, our documentation instead of waiting until the end. So after each principle, we actually did a presentation to the entire company and everyone could learn from it. We reworked every single piece of documentation and filled in all the gaps. And this took us only three and a half months, uh, which was a whole month early based on what we had planned for this new, uh, this new take on it. So some top tips for um, everyone here. Uh, get buy-in from your management team. Uh, do a presentation, tell them why it would be really beneficial for your whole company if you were to dedicate time every week or every fortnight, just a couple of hours uh, for a small team to get together and review all these guidelines and make it beneficial for the rest of your company. Plan out your schedule and stick to it. <laughs> uh, put, put all of the meetings in everyone's calendars. You know everyone's going to be available and stick to, stick to it. Uh, make all of your documentation relevant to what you do. There's no point in writing information in your document if uh, no one's going to need it and no one's going to read it. And lastly, of course, demonstrate and share your learning with everyone in your company. Do those periodical uh, meetings to share all this information. Um, it's definitely worth it. And also, uh, it shows back to that management team that you spent that time wisely. Uh, so what are we doing next? Uh, we're putting together all sorts of induction material uh, for any new staff that come on board to help them learn about accessibility if they don't know much about it at all. Uh, we'll put together all sorts of flyers and manuals. They'll go out on our blog website. They'll go out on social media. And all of you will be able to access things like that. And lastly, of course, knowledge sharing, just like my presentation today. I'm sure there'll be many more presentations. Um, but to get you started off, if you go to that website, so seamlesscms.com slash Ali, that's A-1-1-Y, they're not L's, they're number ones. Uh, Ali, is, Ali is spelt like that, is short for accessibility. Um, you'll find a uh, document on there um, that you can print off or send to people or read straight on the website. Uh, it's got all sorts of tips for content authors to help them uh, write content in an accessible manner. And uh, yeah, that'll, that'll help them to do all sorts of fixes that they can do right now. They don't have to wait uh, for months and months to get some of these things in. Really quick tips for them to work on it now. Thanks everyone for listening and I hope to see some swag teams coming up. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from UX Australia 2016. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.